Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hit that. Okay. We're <laughs> we're marching on. Dream Warriors. 31 Days of Dread, Day 17. Good movie here. Uh, it's polarizing. I'm the only one that likes it. Uh, it's a running theme here, especially with the 31 Days of Dread, but it's called Gallo Walkers. And it's got Wesley Snipes in it. Uh, it's got Blade. Uh, let's hit that music. It's time to talk. Yeah, what a uh, heck of a heck of a theme that's running through through these episodes. Uh, I, I really, I, I was hoping a couple multiple um, like arcs would emerge uh, as as March starting. Talking about thirty one movies is is challenging. Period. Watching thirty one movies is challenging. Period. Uh, most people can't even name the least five movies. They I don't even know if that's true. I'm not even going to complete that sentence. Uh, yeah, we're, we're talking gallow walkers. Uh, if you go through, uh, any review online of this movie, and there's not many of them, uh, they all, again, everyone kind of says the same things, uh, unintended comedy, unintendedly funny, if it was only this, if it was only that, uh, Wesley Snipes went to jail for tax, uh, even, you know, for tax problems during the making of this movie, it delayed the release um, if I'm going from memory, the movie came out in 2012. Uh, we're current. We're currently, if you all know what year it is, uh, we're we're in 2017. Uh, this movie's been floating around for about five years, and I don't know how long it's been on Netflix. Uh, but I, I just I don't know. It's just something about it. I just it looked like it, it was it was a good movie to watch. I uh, didn't bother watching. The trailer, even though I love that you can watch trailers on Netflix and Amazon Prime, and and I'm sure Hulu and some of the other services allow trailers. Uh, yeah, so I I, I kind of just jump right into this movie to give you a little bit of a background. It's it's a western horror, uh, I guess like monster monster movie monster fest, and it is not intended at all to be taken seriously. This is a very lighthearted movie. Uh, and I think it's it works because of that. Uh, and and it stinks the uh, the uh, director. Uh, you know we're we're just going uh, we're we're just going to zoom over here to uh, yeah <laughs> some of what I got prepared. It's directed by uh, Andrew Goth. Uh, uh, and you know what I do I say incorrected? No, no, it is a twenty twelve movie. Andrew Goth only directed uh, four movies. It looks like. Um, busted, nineteen ninety nine, uh, and busted seems to be a acronym. I'm not sure, but <laughs> I don't know what it stands for. Uh, cold and dark, two thousand and five. Gallo Walkers, twenty twelve. Wow, and Mind Gamers, twenty fifteen. And the interesting is, is his busted movie, his nineteen ninety nine movie, uh, has a David Bowie in it, and I, I would. Definitely see busted for Bowie alone. Uh, there's not much on him. Uh, I got like I almost feel like that this is a whole separate research um, rabbit hole to go down. Is 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 who is Andrew Goth? He's listed on IMDb as director, actor, writer. Uh, he I think he's talented. Uh, you know, and I, I like multi, I like multi-layered people. I like people that can do more than one thing. And, and who knows, he could be like a great at-home chef 
He could be a gardener. He he could have other talents and abilities, and and I'm sure he 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 does. You know, who knows? He could maybe tear apart a transmission and and, and put it back together for you. But yeah, so not much on the um, director, which is which is sad because I think what he was able to do with this movie, and he he put two movies together uh, as as a, as I was watching this, which which really made me enjoy it. A um, little bit of a plot. It's so this is like kind of like a like somewhat of a zombie undead uh, verse movie, meaning that the uh, and I might have to watch it again. But Wesley Snipes uh, has a really deep uh, Western-driven backstory. Uh, killed, murdered, uh, comes back and hunts down the people who did him wrong. And, you know, he pretty much like an orphan. So he's, he's avenging the family that brought him up. And along the way, he, he there's allies. There's uh, escalating enemies. Uh, you know, a couple of good villain speeches. Uh, and, you know, like while I was watching this, my only real uh, issue was that I didn't feel like some of it was dirty enough. I, I, I thought um, some of the, the clothing and the guns and the, the saddles and even some of the environments just need a little bit more grit, a little bit more dirt. But the movie's wonderfully shot. It's very, very Western, lots of landscapes. Okay, and I really enjoyed uh, seeing that because, uh, yeah, like uh, Westerns are, you know, people always say that when there's ever a good Western movie, they always say the Western has come back. No, the, the Western, the Western has never left. And I, I really think we are better for it. I think we're better for it as a uh, just film going audience. Um, the, the Western movie itself is Americana. It is in the fabric of this country. Uh, it's it's a part of history, and it's just stuff I, I don't think should ever be ignored or turned away from. So I, re- I referenced two movies. So part of my enjoyment for this was realizing that this is, and we're, we're going back to the 90s, kids, back to the 90s, uh, 1994 Oblivion. Cowboy, uh, if you're into 80s toys and 80s cartoons, there was a cartoon called Brave Star. So Oblivion uh, was written by Peter David. He is a one of the greatest comic book writers of all time, one of the greatest Star Trek authors of all time. He's written some incredible uh, Star Trek books, added a lot to the Captain Kirk lore. But yeah, uh, Peter David wrote this movie. And it's called Oblivion. And I used to watch it on Cinemax as a kid. And it, it's just a future cop outpost uh, cowboy science science fiction movie. Okay? And uh, right here it, it says it <laughs> takes place in the year 3031. The other flip side that this movie is married to is actually one that I just love literally love watching this movie it mesmerizes me because it is i think the height of the the uh the uh, director style the uh, director is sam rammy the guy that brought us to toby mcguire spider-man movies that james franco oz movie and you know kevin costner love of the game which i think completes the costner baseball trilogy with bull Durham and uh uh field of dreams oh my god that was a good uh, brain fart. Same rhyme. Hell of a cast. Very awesome shot. 
great premise. Uh, Western movies need very simple one or two line plots. Quick and the Dead. I love Quick and the Dead, 1995. Uh, boy, is, this, is that movie overlooked. And so uh, Gallo Walkers echoed that, echoed Oblivion. And I'm, <coughs> no, excuse me, I'm still battling some, uh, something here. But yeah, uh, it really just made me enjoy it. And I, I go to the reviews online, and it's just, oh my god, it's it's just, um, yeah. If we go into like the wiki of Gallo Walkers, oh geez, uh, here we go. Uh, Dread Central rate, rated at one point five stars and wrote, "If you've seen the trailer of Gallo Walkers, then not only have you seen pretty much all the best parts, you're actually seen a, <laughs> you're actually." Oh my God! I'm so sorry. You, we're we're, we're just going to start that over. We're going to start that over. If you've seen the trailer of Gallo Walkers, then not only have you seen pretty much the best parts, you've actually seen a more lucid version of the movie than the film itself. Uh, Fearnet wrote, "It would take a team of veteran film critics working around the clock to catalog all the things that are wrong with this out." Outrageously goofy movie. Gal Walkers is funnier by accident. Okay. Why do we talk like this as reviewers? This is the 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 language of criticism. I I I I honestly, God, um, they're 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 giving this movie another one. DVD talk gave this movie one point five out of five stars. It's impossible. It's impossible to make a movie that bad. I'm sorry, especially when you got Wesley Snipes, which is why I watched this movie. Wesley Snipes is Wesley Snipes in this movie. He 100% delivered. This movie has awesome deaths, good deaths. What you would want from uh, this type of movie it has a good villain, well-acted villain. I'm not even sure who, who the guy is. It doesn't matter. Uh, it, it's got a good concept. It's got great um, design. It has moments. It, it's got, um, you know, uh, conventional characters, but again, there is no Western that adds a lot of uh, nuance. Most of it's uh, execution that separates one Western from another. There's very, I don't know, like, it, is it nuance or is it is it craftsmanship? You know, p uh, people that, again, like, um, not even, like, Hateful Eight, uh, it's it, the craftsmanship, the dialogue makes that movie amazing um yeah it's weird it's uh, uh i i go down this path and i i just kind of get upset and wesley snipes yeah i mean he's he's essentially blade in this movie but that's that's like you want you want that i, I was going to say passenger 57 it's been a while too long since i've seen this movie oh and <laughs> i'm forgetting this can we do a side note side note coming in this movie has Diamond Dallas Page, and that is who Dallas the Cat, my companion, is named after. And and this is one of his movies. I love it. Um, thank you, Wikipedia. But yeah, so the budget for this movie is seventeen million. I think it's well spent. It shows up on screen. Um, yeah, it's got some splatter death effects, um, computerized blood splatter that can you know okay that that comes off bad cheesy noticeable sometimes but what um cheap special effect doesn't right 
uh, got a nice little like decapitation towards the end. I think it has a good ending. Um, uh, towards the end of the movie, it, it explains a little bit of the mythology of the villains. I thought the visual, the, the visual at the end that uh, echoes Exorcist, which is the the, the statue that the, the the demon resides in, that the the father priest discovers in the beginning of the Exorcist. Uh, yeah, so I don't know, like I don't know really like what else to tell you about the plot of this movie other than like maybe maybe you should just go and check it out and and just let let me know like tune in like. Tune in to, to that social media, reach out to me, yell at me. Tell, tell me I'm crazy for even enjoying this movie or, or liking it. And, and again, like, uh, what, what do we do? Do we just sit down and expect Stanley Kubrick, Paul Thomas Anderson, PTA, uh, Nicholas Winding Refn, every single time we watch a movie? No, that's exhausting. Those movies are, ex they're tough to watch. They're exhausting. I'm not saying they're great. I'm not saying I don't enjoy them. I'm, I'm not saying don't. I'll recommend every Kubrick movie to you. Every single one. Starting with Barry Lyndon. Start with that one. Everyone says, pull my old jacket. or whatever. No, no, no. no. Let's go with Barry. Don't even start with Clockwork Orange. Start with Barry. Then go to Lolita. Then go to Paths of Glory. And then, you know what? We're going to have a conversation. But it's it's exhausting if that's your film uh like repertoire. If, if that is what you... That's part of your constant consumption... Yeah, it, it gets to you. I mean, how many times? I hey, I thought the movie was was the second best movie of last year, next to um, Arrival. But how many times can you watch Neon Demon? How many times? Ah, oh, it's tough. Neil, yeah? um, I enjoyed the movie. Oh, even like Only God Forgives. Watch every everyone tore apart but me. But so, is this a running theme? Is this something that uh, we discovered together within Dream Warriors that? Yeah, I mean we we have we have a high bar for what is a bad unwatchable movie, and I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. Uh, I don't think I don't do. Am, am I stupid? Am I am I less intelligent for watching Gallo Walkers and getting it? Like just getting maybe what the references was and and what what this guy's what Andrew Goth is trying to do with this this feature. I don't know. Um, I really, I really wish this movie got uh, a little bit more attention. Was was a little bit bigger, um, you know? Maybe the the Wesley Snipes uh, issues. I, I don't know how much of him going to jail. I, I even forget. I don't know how long he even went to jail for. If that's even true, but I don't know. Like did it overlap? Did it, you know? Did that affect it? Uh, I would like to know. I, I, I'm very curious on how well some of that is documented. And I think I think the backstory for this film is is as interesting as the the film itself. But yeah, I mean, it, uh, fault fault me for enjoying something that 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 people hate, <laughs> Gallo Walkers. But yeah, I, I'm going to take a little bit of a pause because I I want to look something up. I wanted to look up other Western horror movies, uh, and there there there's two that I just wanted to get their uh, names correct. And I just wanted to go through some of that before we uh, wrap this up. So give me one second, people. Well, that's that's frustrating. Uh, back in the days when I worked at um, Hall of Heroes, the comic shop, there, there was a guy that used to come in that uh, he was a bootlegger. And uh, I, I just remember buying this. this what, it was like this Australian Western, uh, almost like a, like a zombie movie. Uh, it was called Undead. And the guy had like really like two, two really cool like... Um, 
like guns that uh, you know were like twelve shooters and and whatever. They're like almost like cannons, a little bit Hellboyish. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I couldn't dig it up. I I didn't want to waste too many times. But the I wanted to talk about that and Bone Tomahawk with Kirk Russell, uh, twenty fifteen. Uh, Bone Tomahawk uh, plays it straight, and that's probably I think that's probably the best uh, horror western movie ever made. Uh, again, it, horror and westerns is we don't have many of them, but Gala Walkers I definitely would, uh, you know, like that is a top five, possibly top ten. Uh, I think it's it's hard to fill ten slots in for horror westerns, but yeah, I mean, Gala Walkers is in a uh, a slim category, a, a slim genre within westerns and within horror, but. The, the movie's fun. The movie pays off. And it has Blade. Blade's in this movie. And he's got guns. And he's got like a cool uh, facial hair. And there's blood in this movie. And there's there's desert. And there's, there's mountains. And there's wide panoramic shots. And it, some of it just looks beautiful. And there's, there's weird abstract visuals. Kind of like uh, Road Warrior type things. Or Fury Road. Uh, so I don't know. Hey. Sit down, watch this movie, have a good time. Uh, I'm recommend. I jump saying, go watch, go watch Gallo Walkers. It's a recommendation, and it's I think it's polarizing. And let's let's all go online and just give this movie good good reviews and see if we can change the tide. And uh, I want to do more with this. I, that this might be my a little bit one of my missions along the way. So hey, it's Peter signing off. Everyone, uh, enjoy yourselves. Have, have a good day. We're going, uh,